Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker. In this episode, I'll be talking about how the Enneagram can help you with your marketing strategy. Now, this is a hot topic. And if you would like to get in on the conversation, go join the Unbox Your Personality Facebook group. You'll get more tips on how to use the Enneagram in your business. I'll put that link in the show notes. Now, let's get talking about marketing. Stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And... Have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. First of all, when I say marketing, what is the first feeling that you get? Does it make you nervous? Does it make you feel gross? Are you afraid of being pushy if you promote yourself? Or are you just overwhelmed by all the different options, all the different opinions, or even the different styles? First of all, you need to accept that marketing is a part of your business. And without it, you don't have a business. Because if you're a secret agent of your own business, you're going to struggle finding people who are going to buy your stuff. It's not enough to just create something and post it out on the interwebs and just hope and pray that somebody stumbles across it and that they're going to be your ideal customer. And at the same time, they're going to decide to buy your course or or your coaching right on the spot. 
Like, I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but that's not a strategy. That's crossing your fingers. (laughs) Not marketing your business is like writing an email and just keeping it in your drafts. Nobody ever sees it. Or writing a book, but never publishing it. Or maybe you publish it, but you only told your family about it. (laughs) So then what happens? Your family are the only people who buy it because those are the only people that you promoted it to. Now, promote, that's another word that kind of messes with us. Now, if you're promoting someone else or promoting a cause, sometimes that comes a little bit easier when we are marketing other people's stuff. Like, oh my gosh, that was the best movie. You have got to go watch it. And what do they, what do, they do? They immediately fork over the $50 that it takes to buy one ticket and popcorn. I don't think it's that much, but it feels like it. <laughs> or you might say, hey, It's totally worth spending a little bit more money to get this brand of sheets because they're organic. And I have been sleeping so much better since I started using these sheets. And then the people that you tell are like, oh, it's good enough for Jen. I'm going to go buy it too because she recommended it. Or, Or you know how like on your birthday, you can promote a charitable cause. It's not hard to ask for donations for somebody else's business or nonprofit. But when it comes to self promotion. Something makes us hesitate. Even if you're naturally great at it, like type threes or or sevens or eights, when you are a business owner, promoting your business can sometimes feel selfish. Okay, so I just Googled the definition of promote and it says to further the progress of. So why wouldn't we want that for our business? Do you just want a, a trickle of buyers here and there? Or do you want to make progress? And even if you do have a more established business, do you want to just stay stagnant? Now, I'm going to guess that the answer is no, because you're in business to help people, whether it's coaching or teaching or even consulting. And you do that because you want them to make progress. You want your clients and your students to make progress. You you want to teach them a new skill. You want to guide them out of a situation that is not serving them. And let's say one of your students or your clients is not making progress. What happens? Let's use piano lessons, for example. If they are not making progress, they will either quit or be thinking about quitting, or they will stay and and flounder about, maybe get overwhelmed or or disappointed by their own lack of progress. And then that turns into a self-esteem or a self confidence issue or the the lack of self-esteem and and a lack of self-confidence. Or you can have a conversation with them and encourage them and show them the next baby step that they need to take so they can see that they are making progress and that you're going to be there to help them, to guide them along each of those steps that they need to take along the path. That's all marketing is. It's simply a conversation that you're having with a potential client and you're telling them the baby step that they need to take, which is to buy your stuff and that you're available to help guide them. Okay, so now that we have the right marketing mindset, let's talk about what your personality has to do with it. So no matter what Enneagram type you are, there are gonna be other personality types that you will repel. So first you need to expect to get rejected. It has nothing to do with you. 
It's simply a personality difference. And those differences are valid. Now, if you are being your authentic self, your natural you, your true you, who you are at your core, you are naturally going to get attention of the people that are the same type as you. Or they could be one of your wings or your primary instinctual variant. You'll also get the attention of the people who are your stress number or your security number. Now, if you're not sure about this Enneagram terminology, go ahead and join the Facebook group. Someone's probably already asked it or ask it yourself and just post your question. It might even prompt me to create a separate episode just on the terminology. Now, this is a natural attraction to your personality to get the attention of these particular types. But if you want to keep their attention, you have to understand the core motivations of each of the types. And if you want to narrow your audience, which I recommend, (laughs) you can just focus your conversation on the core motivations of the types that are your ideal clients. Now, the good news about marketing is that you don't have to change your offers. You don't have to change anything about your business to suit different audiences. You just need to change the conversation to target the right audience. Okay, now target, that's another word that can make you feel uneasy because sometimes you, well, maybe you think of target the store, but if you are thinking of target like target practice, that kind of feels like an attack and you don't want to target people. You don't want to attack people. So instead, think of it as hitting a goal. You're wanting to get a bullseye, right? You're wanting to hit the nail on the head. If you think of it that way, it makes a lot more logical sense, right? Because if your goal is to drive a nail into a piece of wood, you're aiming for the head of the nail. And if you miss the nail, you don't accomplish your goal. Or if you don't hit the nail squarely on the head, you might make some progress, like the nail might go into the wood a little bit, but you might bend the nail or it's crooked and then you have to pull it out and start all over. So you want to have a target audience so that you can hit the nail on the head and you're having the right conversation with them. It's kind of like how you have a different conversation with your toddler than you do with your teen, even though it's about the same topic. Let me think of an example. Let's say that you're, you have a high school reunion coming up. I do have a high school reunion coming up. I think it's my, I think it's my 30th. I think it it is. I think it's a, my 30th. I have, that's weird because I'm only 29 years old. <laughs> but anyway, so let's say that you are, quote unquote, selling them on going to your high school reunion with them. You might be telling your toddler about all of the desserts that will be served and how there'll be a fruit punch and you'll let them drink all the fruit punch that, well, not the spicy fruit punch, but all the toddler appropriate fruit punch and really sell them on the sweets and and that kind of thing. But you might be telling your teen about the other teens that will be there or that there's going to be a VR station that they're setting up just so the teens won't be bored. (laughs) The goal is the same. You're convincing them to go to the reunion with you, but the conversation is different. And it's the same way in your business. The goal is the same. You want them to buy your course or your coaching package or join your membership. But the conversation is going to be different depending on who you're talking to. I hope that makes sense. So 
if you know your own Enneagram type, you're going to be privy to who you naturally attract. And if you know who your ideal audience is, you know how to structure the conversation of your marketing to appeal to them. And then that way they're going to connect with you and then eventually buy your services. Now, the cool thing is that as you're doing your own Enneagram work or what's called integration in the Enneagram world, you're going to be able to better connect to all nine of the motivations that are within yourself. And the better that you can connect to yourself in that way, the better you're going to be able to connect with other Enneagram types and other personalities in your audience. And that way you serve a wider population over time. Think of the impact that you can make when you can reduce that percentage of the people that we naturally repel when we are in our boxes. This is exactly what I mean when I say when you unbox yourself, you unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.